we all want to be happier. But how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hey friend, how's your meditation practice going? You know, I talk about meditation a lot, and especially right now during the holidays, I know how overwhelming things can get, and meditation is something that I always come back to that helps me meet more present and in the moment with everything that is going on. Specifically, meditation around gratitude helps me open up to the feeling of gratitude and it creates more abundance in my life because I'm so focused on all that I do have and what a blessing it is to be alive. So if you need a little help with your meditation practice, I created a meditation audio bundle that is all focused around gratitude. These guided meditations were specifically designed to help you kickstart and strengthen your meditation practice, no matter where you're at on your journey. So I'm offering all of my Positively Real podcast homies 20% off to help you get through the holiday season so you can enjoy and be present for every moment, no matter if it's in person or virtually. So you can check this out by going to brittanyking.com backslash gratitude meditation and use code podcast at checkout for 20% off. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the show. How are we doing? I am getting better every single day. And I just have to say thank you so much for listening to the episode about pregnancy loss and how to allow emotion. The messages I received after you listened to the show, I mean, it just helped me so much. Um, and I just appreciate the stories and the kind words and everything in between. So I just want to thank you and I'm so grateful for you. And I just want you to know that this episode is for you to share with someone that might have experienced pregnancy loss or just loss in general and know that it's a resource forever and ever and ever. And you could always use me as a resource as well. So thank you. I'm so grateful. And today we're going to continue on the saga of emotion and going to take it a step further. And we're going to talk about how to process pain. And this is really important, especially after everything that I just experienced, because it was a very painful experience. Um, but the reason why is because pain is just a part of life. It's inevitable. And I'm reading the book, You Should Talk to Someone by Lori Gottlieb. And there's a quote in the book that says, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. And I couldn't agree more. And especially with the miscarriage, like I was in pain physically, emotionally. I was in so much pain, mental, all of it. But I knew that the suffering was optional. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is I didn't have to resist it. I didn't have to avoid it. Um, I wasn't trying to change what is. And I, I just knew that the only way to get through it was to experience the pain. And I want to continue to build on this idea of how to allow emotions because this skill is, I think, one of the most important skills that we could learn. Now, if you haven't listened to my last episode about pregnancy loss, I would suggest listening through it or at least till the end where I talk about how to allow emotions or how 
I allowed emotion um, as I was experiencing the miscarriage and after. Um, and then come back to this episode because I'm really going to build on the last one. So how to process pain. Now, when we talk about pain, pain is an emotion. And going back to what I talked about last week, our emotions are a vibration in our body caused by our thoughts. Okay. So all of us will experience pain in our lives. If And I haven't met anyone that hasn't. Um, and what happens is when we experience pain, we often turn to food, alcohol, shopping, work, or something else to ignore the pain we feel. So we're looking for that like instant gratification, dopamine hit to take our mind off of it, right? But this is temporary and these distractions only prevent the process that needs to happen in order for that pain to move through us and we can let it go. So the steps, something happens to trigger the pain. So for me, it was a miscarriage. And then the next part is you can hardly make sense of it and it's tormenting. And that is exactly what happened. I was having, it was, I was in shock and disbelief. I couldn't believe that it was happening. And I was, I was resisting what is because it was happening and I was resisting it and it was causing a lot of pain. And then that emotional pain just moves through your body and it hurts. And it's the vibration that is caused by thoughts that are excruciating. Now, in my case, I was in physical pain because I was cramping, but once that cramping went away, then I was just left with my thoughts. And then those thoughts created more pain and it was almost more pain than the cramping in itself. So when this happens, we make a choice. We can avoid it, resist it, react to it, or process it. And when you choose to avoid your pain and pretend like it isn't there, you are, in essence, lying to yourself. And this never, ever, ever works in the long term. The truth is avoidance causes pain to fester. It doesn't go away. The more you avoid it, the more you have to avoid it. So for example, you might eat instead of feel. And then you might get upset because you ate when you weren't hungry or you ate something that didn't make you feel good. And then you might obsess about your body or your exercise routine. And all of these things are keeping you from addressing the cause of the pain and it multiplies the undesirable symptom such as gaining weight. So when you avoid, and let's say you avoid by eating food and you eat food that you're not hungry for. And then you feel sick and then you gain weight. So that is something that we do to avoid. Let's talk about drinking. So if we drink to avoid how we feel, we drink, we get a buzz, we get drunk, and then we have an emotional and physical hangover to the pain. And then what about buying stuff, shopping? We shop and we online shop and we look and we look and then we buy stuff and we think it's pretty, and then we pretend like there's no ugly because we've purchased something pretty. So that's what happens when we avoid pain. So it just perpetuates and it just creates more problems in our life. So now let's dig into resisting and reacting. So when we resist or react, we often yell and we yell at the people around us. We like to blame. Um, we like to feel we hate something or someone, and we get really mad at the universe. We argue with the injustice all the time. We lie about it and we embellish it. So we're just avoiding. And when 
we're doing this, we're not actually allowing. We think we're allowing motion because we kind of feel it there, but we're not actually allowing it. When you resist pain, it can feel like feeling, but it's not because you're resisting it and it just makes it magnified. Another way that we deal with pain is to act it out or fight against it. So when you yell at the person that you believe caused your pain, you are reacting. And again, you're trying to process the emotion, but instead it's coming out as acting. Another thing that we do is we give them silent treatment or we talk behind that person behind their back. And sometimes we even take more drastic measures against them. So this temporarily helps with pain because it releases the vibration just slightly. But these attempts always backfire. When we react from a negative emotion, we always get a negative result. It's usually uncontrolled and unthoughtful. And ultimately, the fight against the emotion is a losing battle. Anxiety tends to speed up the vibration of the already extremely painful emotion. And what happens is it creates even more intensity. So that's what we do. We resist, we react, we avoid. So take a moment and just think about something that you've experienced lately that is uncomfortable. Did you do any of those things? And it's okay if you did. I know that the past week I have had sweets. I've had ice cream. I know what I'm doing. I know that I am avoiding, especially when I'm not hungry for something. And the the thing about it is like, I'm aware, like my conscious mind knows what's going on. So I intentionally choose the ice cream knowing that there's a little sadness going on and I'm eating my feelings. So it's not, I'm not judging myself because I know what's happening. It's just bringing awareness to that because a lot of times the behaviors are on autopilot. They're automatic. We're just so used to resisting, reacting, or avoiding that we don't realize we're not actually processing the emotion. So now let's move on to processing. So when I say processing, it's just another way of saying choose to feel it. We are so reluctant to feel our pain on purpose. We tell ourselves that feeling pain is a bad thing because it feels bad, but it isn't the truth. When we allow ourselves to feel our pain all the way through, we see that it's manageable and it can do no long-term harm, unlike avoiding or fighting, which at the end of the day has long-term consequences. So, Allowing the feeling to be in your body, even though you can't make sense of it in your mind yet. So the what that looks like is watching and noticing. So as I was experiencing my miscarriage, I was in my in my mind, I just kept saying, I am processing this pain. I am processing this pain. Um, and I allowed myself to really feel it and I didn't try to fix it. I mean, there was no fixing it. I mean, it was it was very real and it was very there. Um, and, and it was because it was physical as well as emotional. So repeating that over and over as you feel the pain can really help you start allowing to, to feel 
allowing yourself to process. And then the important thing in this moment is to notice any desire to react, resist, or avoid. So you can say the desire out loud or in your mind or write it down. So don't act on it. Just acknowledge it. And when you acknowledge it, you just say, that's not going to help. That's not worth it. Every time you notice the desire. So you can say to yourself or out loud, this is pain and this is a part of my journey. Allow the painful vibration to be there as you just experience life. So whether that is washing dishes or in your car as you talk on the phone, you can just notice the heaviness and the hum and the vibration and just allow it to be there. Just notice. As you do this, you'll begin to see that your thoughts about the situation appear more clearly. It might take a few minutes, hours, a few days, or a few weeks. Let it take as long as it needs to take. Don't try to force it out. Just keep noticing whatever it is that you notice. Your thoughts will begin to appear in your mind, and there's going to be a lot of them. Write them down as they appear. And some of the thoughts might seem innocent, but they might cause pain. Thoughts like, I deserve better, might seem like an empowering thought, but check with the emotion that it creates. It might be one that creates resistance or pain. That's why it's very important to write them down and try to see them one at a time. So this was really important, especially the day we got home from the hospital because I was just in so much pain and it was just so emotional. And I had so many thoughts that I didn't know which was causing the pain. And I had a lot of helpful thoughts too, um, but there was definitely a lot of sneaky, innocent thoughts that would trigger the emotion. So as I processed through the emotion, I was able to start to see clearly. And in the beginning, the thoughts that I was able to really pinpoint that were causing a lot of the emotion was the thought, we were so excited to be parents and now we're not. And then the other thought was we were so close and those thoughts now, I mean, as I can say them, it doesn't make me emotional. Like I can say them because I know that they're just thoughts and I was able to really start pinpointing which thoughts were causing the emotion. Now, as the weeks go on and I'm not in the emotional experience like I was, there's still a lot of lingering emotion. So it's important that I'm aware of what thoughts are causing the the pain. And it's a really simple process because writing it down helps me see, oh, this thought is making me like feel frustrated or this thought is making me feel sad and this thought is making me feel upset. So I'm able to like really see which thoughts are creating it. So the next important thing in this process is don't try to change the thoughts at first. And that's because there are so many and you don't want to just try to change a thought to feel better right away. It's important to see and really understand and notice what's going on. So the important thing here is to get them out of your head and just see them without judgment, compassionate curiosity all day long. Notice the thought 
and then notice the emotion it creates in your body. And it's that simple. Here's the thought. We were so excited to be parents and now we're not. And what does that create? Sadness. And I notice the vibration. I notice how it feels. And it's a really awesome process because now when I'm feeling, like now that I'm tuned into the emotion, I can backtrack. Like, ooh, what was I just thinking that caused that? And I go through that whole process. So there are tons of thoughts that that come up and it can really cause a lot of pain. And when you're experiencing pain, the best advice I can give you is do a good old-fashioned thought download. And all a thought download is, is a brain dump. You take all of the thoughts that are going on in your mind and get them out of your head. I like to write at the top of my paper, like, what's on your mind? Or I like to write about a specific thing that's going on in my life and I get all of the thoughts out. And it's just important to look at those thoughts without judgment and just notice. Okay. So at first, when you do a thought download, it can be overwhelming. Seeing all of the thoughts and knowing what feelings they create might take your breath away. It might even bury your heart in heavy vibrations. Now you can just, again, it's the same process. You just have to allow yourself to be overwhelmed, but still functioning. And it's possible because I've allowed myself to be sad and I'm still functioning because I know that it's just a vibration and it, it, and it can't hurt me. So something that is very helpful after you see the thoughts that are causing the pain and you and know they're there and you've allowed it and you have processed it and you haven't judged yourself for having these thoughts because that's another thing that we do is we judge ourselves for thinking a certain way and it just keeps again it's this like vicious cycle so new thoughts would be and this was one of my favorite thoughts like this is happening for me not against me another thought would be it was always going to happen this way and it's for my highest good. Another thought, nothing has gone wrong here. I have so much to learn by this. I have so much to learn by staying open to this. And the other thought that really helps when dealing with other humans, other people can be who they are. So I want to walk you through some questions and Questions are the thought finders. They are so helpful into understanding just like where's your mind at and what still needs a little attention and what still needs a little work. So one of the questions is how can I use this? Like how can I use this pain to help me become more of who I want to be? And the next is how is this perfect? And that's a really tricky one when you're going through something that's really challenging. But if you can look at the situation and see a little bit of light in it and look at the pain as your teacher, how is it perfect? The next question is, what can I do that's for me that's not trying to change or fix anything? So when something is going on, we automatically want to fix it. We want to change it. We want to rush through it, but we're missing out on the lesson. We're missing out on that important lesson. So as you just allow yourself to be with it while doing something for you can help you process or allow the emotion even more. And the last question is, how can I accept this with grace? As soon as you are accept and you stop resisting what is, 
you can relax knowing that you're going to be okay and reminding yourself over and over again that you've got it. And when you can accept it with grace and not throw a tantrum or resist or avoid or get angry and all the things in between, just allow yourself to like be with it. That's where you're going to have the biggest growth because when we run from an emotion, it just comes back and it creates more of the problem and it creates more anxiety. And that's the last thing that we want. So after you've been able to process a thought that's causing pain without reacting, the last step is for you to own it. Own your pain. It's yours. Now, you might not actually own it or process it. You might react or overeat or fight or rebel or resist or retaliate. And that's not ideal. But you might, and that's okay. No worries. If that's what you do, it's all good. Just start with awareness. Begin where you are. Meet yourself where you are. Even just after you go through and you're resisting or avoiding or you do something that's like resist, avoid, or or react, even just noticing, oh my gosh, I just did that instead of allowed. That's huge. Just that awareness piece is so important. So there is no deadline for processing pain. The pain is going to wait. It's always going to be there. So if you keep resisting it, it's going to be there. Once you decide you're ready to process it, that's when the change happens. So something that you can say to yourself, and this is what I did, is I said, I'm responsible for this pain. I have created it with my mind. I have so much to learn if I can go through this without resistance. I can meet myself intimately on the inside. I forgive myself for my part in this. I accept myself for who I am. I am not this experience. I am good. If I create pain with my mind, I can create relief with my mind. So this is a really powerful moment of healing is just accepting the pain. Now, of course, for me, and anyone that has experienced a miscarriage, like there is a very physical side of this experience. Like there's physical pain. But when the physical pain goes away, we're left with the emotional pain. And that's what we resist. And for me, I knew, I knew my thoughts were causing the emotional pain. And in the beginning, it just sucks. And I just accept the suck and I embrace it. I know it's going to suck. And it's it's not every part of my life. It's just moments. And there's still a lot of moments of joy. And I really lean into those moments, the moments that I can laugh or the moments that I can move my body or I do the things that help me feel good. And those are still very present in my life. And so is this pain. And it's like this little dance. I kind of go back and forth, but I am fully aware and I take a hundred percent responsibility for how I'm feeling because I know my feelings are created from my thoughts and I own it. I know it. I'm like, I am creating this right now. And it's important to be aware of it and not try to fix it because it's just showing me, hey, <clears throat> girlfriend, you still have a little work to do here and it's all good. 
So when you are ready to let go of a thought, you want to give yourself time to respond to the invitation. So it's a very simple step. And all you have to do is say to yourself or out loud or write it down to release this pain. I must acknowledge that I'm holding on to it to release this pain. I must acknowledge that I'm holding on to it. That's a powerful statement. Powerful. And you might be like, no, Brittany, this is bullshit. I don't agree with you. Like this pain is created from someone else or something else or something going on. And I hear you and I know what it's like to feel helpless or powerless to things that go on around us that cause, that makes us feel like in pain. But when you can take responsibility for how you feel because all of your feelings are created from what you're thinking about a circumstance, it gives you all of the power, all of the power. And it could be very easy for me to blame what had happened with a miscarriage for my feelings and my actions, but I'm own, I, I've owned it. I'm owning it. I know. I know where I'm at. I'm meeting myself where I'm at. Some days are better than others. Like some days I eat ice cream and other days I just sit in the sadness. And again, it's like a little dance. And the days that I just allow the pain to be there are the days that I feel the lightest. And the days that I choose to avoid by eating or scrolling or shopping, those are the days that I feel the heaviest. And I know that is no coincidence, my friend. So this process is not something that just snap your fingers and make happen. Like this is something as I'm going through it right now, like like I said, some days are better than others. So you have to repeat this process and allow it to take as long as it needs to take. So you'll notice more often, and I will say time does make it easier. The further you get away from the circumstance or the situation, the more perspective you end up having over what you're paying attention to. So one day you'll notice that you can release your grip on the pain and you can choose to let it go and you can stop reacting, resisting, and avoiding. And eventually you can stop processing the pain because you no longer have it. So this is just a very, very powerful way to move through an experience and not hold on to it and not be defined by it or be a victim of it. And, you know, life is hard and, you know, we, we're, as a, as a society or as like when we're younger, at least we are kind of entitled to everything being amazing all the time. And then when it's not, we're like, what's going on, you know? Um, but life is hard and it's not meant to be of one big vacation. And I have learned that, um, over the past couple of years and I'm grateful for the pain and I'm grateful for the experience. And as I get further away from it, I can see the blessings and I know why this happened and I'm leaning into it. And I've honestly never felt more in alignment in my life because I want to help you experience the same freedom as processing the pain. But that's it. I mean, really, that's it. If you want these questions, I'll type them up and send them to you or put them in a little journal prompt so you can have access to them. Uh, This process is 
amazing and I can do it on my own, but I also have a coach that helps me process and um, allow emotions. So if you need any help with this, please don't hesitate to reach out. I am here for you. I am here for it. I know that this experience that I went through and I'm currently going through is only going to help me expand more of what I can help you with. And that's why I am here. And that is a hundred percent my purpose. So I'm so grateful for you for listening to this episode. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. If you have any questions at all, and if you go through this process of allowing the pain or just any uncomfortable emotion, let me know how it goes. And I am a hundred percent here to support you and guide you and whatever else it is that you need. So remember, I said this quote at the beginning, but it's so important. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. So if you find yourself suffering right now, know that it's not forever and you're choosing to, and there are ways to no longer suffer. And I got you. All right, my beautiful friend. Thank you so much again for your time. I hope you have a fantastic rest of the year. We're going to finish 2020, whether we're crawling across the finish line, white knuckling, whatever it is, we're getting there. We're all getting 2020 finisher medals. Okay. All right. Until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.